is a member of the Mice Chat Podcast Network. MicePod.com. Still. Unless I find myself here. Warning, this show contains just... I think we're safer now. Just. Hang on, my friend. Have you spoken for hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger? If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. I feel very easily offended. This is definitely the wrong podcast because we don't swear anymore. <laughs> there is that. Still got 22 seconds of this left. You don't have to applaud the fact there's 22 seconds left. Are you taking the mickey or what? Taking the mickey on a Disney podcast. I like it. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I was about to use something else. Now I thought, there. No, maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, gentlemen, happy new year! Welcome back, dear listener. Welcome back, and happy new year to you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for coming back. Yeah, yeah. We can barely manage to do that ourselves, so thank you for coming back. <laughs> yeah, it, it's episode something. I've lost track. Um, uh, yeah, it's the mouse's head. I know we're all probably on a uh, back-to-work thing uh, and stuff. Um, <coughs> gentlemen, what are we drinking? <coughs> back-to-work thing. Yeah. Um, by the way, that's Paul. I'm Nick and the other Paul uh, is yeah. over there. If, if you um, didn't know that by now, <laughs> we don't get any new uh, listeners. So... Um, uh, uh, first, actually, on, on Disaster Dark, I think, because um, I'm, I'm knocking through the Christmas bows, yeah. um, trying to use up what we got left, and um, we got bought a bottle um, a while ago, but we didn't crack it up open until Christmas of uh, of blueberry vodka. So I'm just pouring it into. There you go. That's just being poured into a glass now, which I'll be following up with uh, the last of the lemonade. Um, which has got nothing to do, ironic enough, with the 92 film Last of My Heathens. Uh, um, was that Touchstone? Uh, does it, does yeah. it count? <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, we're, um, we've, we've run out of the Disney-related beer, we're on to Touchstone-related well, uh, well, no, beer. See, see what it Vista. is, actually. What it is with that is um, the first time we ever had Lou Ray Vodka um, was our first trip together to Orlando. Yeah. And uh, we couldn't find it for many years, and all of a sudden, uh, Smirnoff, and I believe our brands are available to sell it, um, started it's always, good to, start, it's so, always good to start the year off with a. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while, so um, so yeah, so so blueberry, uh, vodka and lemonade. Happy New Year! Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, cheers to you. Mm. So, Mr. Go on, should be continuing with the Disney theme, but yeah. I'm not. I'm right. going to continue with the fruit theme. So I'm using up the last of the lemon ciders. Yeah, which it was. <laughs> I've got a bull's black cherry bulmers. Here we go. Cheers. It's very nice, that. I, 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 I came out to the, uh, the the shed at the bottom of the uh, of the Mouse's Head beer garden uh, to set up the recording of the podcast. Realised just how damn cold it is here at the moment and not very Floridian. Um, so uh, I, I got a Tassimo for Christmas, so I've got a latte. Oh, I've got a Tassimo. But I didn't want to let the side down, so I've put some Honey Jack Daniels in it. I still need to try that. I haven't tried the Honey Jack yet. It's, it's yeah. Um, I've just had a, I just had a realization as well. Um, yeah? Uh-oh. Although, the, although the, the first time I had Blueberry Rocker was in Orlando, I just realized it was at City Walk, not Disney. <laughs> but it, it counts, and it's a theme park. 
Yeah. I, I, I think, Lee and Tracy will be clapping, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I think we can quite happily um, occasionally mention other theme parks. Yeah, other theme parks. Don't you dare. Bar, you know, <laughs> fill, fill, in, fill in the end of that sentence yeah. if you want. Um, and if you want to fill in any other sentences, of course, <laughs> uh, you can visit our website and let us know at www.disafterdark.com or they can email us at podcast at disafterdark.com. Oh, well, hang on. Um, I yep. forgot to press record. What, since the beginning? No, I was just saying <laughs> that, for, just to see the reaction I would get, but it wasn't as exciting <laughs> as I thought it would be. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, yet. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, dear. So if, dear. You, can... if you wanted to give Paul a reaction, you can also find us on Twitter, at DisasterDart, and Facebook.com, and we're also on NiceJack.com. Um, and Instagram, occasionally, still. Although our, our our resident current social media engineer has um, has uh, temporarily retired, taking a sabbatical. Yeah, yeah, we, we've given him some time off. He's uh, travelling the world, mm-hmm. and, and he'll be back hopefully. We hope so. Yeah. If you're listening, we love you. Yeah. yeah. In, in both senses of the word. Yeah, yeah. I do at least anyway. Yeah. Um, if yeah. that's what it takes, then I, I will do that. <laughs> Just let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. Um, the, the sort of puns and jokes he may appreciate. Exactly, exactly. Uh, um, so, I suppose this is the first show of the new year. It, it, well, it's the first show of the re- new year we're recording, but I still haven't released the Christmas one yet because I'm <laughs> really? so lazy. Oh, happy Christmas and happy new year. Yeah. Um, did we, obviously, in the last show, it will go out probably the same time as this one. Yeah. We were talking about, 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 five, getting... about five minutes before, depending on the upload speed. <laughs> Looking forward to Christmas. Did everyone have a nice Christmas? Uh, As Christmases go, it was very, very pleasant, I have to admit, yes. Had the family round for both Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Well, two different sets of family. The in-laws round for Christmas Day. uh, My parents round for Boxing Day. uh, It's always very nice. It's nice when you tell them that, you know, we're having dinner about one o'clock and they turn up at five to one. Don't bring any puddings. Eat dinner and then sod off without doing any washing up. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. I, I, I figured that was some cheek. So um, yeah. next year we go. Next year I think we're going on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> what for Christmas? Nick, yeah. Nick, that's the second time he's mentioned the washing up. So if we ever go to his place, do the God's sake, we yeah, we, we, we I mean, know we've got to do. I mean, okay, yeah. we, we've got a dishwasher, but it's the thought that counts. You got to at least offer. <laughs> You can, yeah. still, you can still load the dishwasher, surely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and how was, was yours? <laughs> my, mine personally was was uh, was quite pleasant. I've only got half uh, family to worry about now um, because <laughs> half the family don't talk to me. So the half that, uh, that do talk to me, that was nice. We saw them, that was great. And uh, we spent Christmas with um, some dear friends of ours. Um, it was supposed to be a, box, uh, a Christmas night and Boxing Day thing. But... Um, it soon turned into a Christmas and Boxing Day extravaganza. Excellent. Plenty of food and everything. And uh, yes, little kitty winks running around. Um, it was obviously Lincoln's first Christmas, but yep. it was completely pointless. Like, I tried to explain to people, trying to buy him presents. Like, he's he's seven weeks, eight weeks old by the time Christmas rolled around. Yep. He knew what was going on. Nope. People still wasted their money, so thank you very much for that. Appreciate it, because he will make use of everything that he got. But... You know, he didn't know what was going on. Alice was scared of Father Christmas. That was fun. Um, but, it, but it was it was pleasant. And uh, actually, surprisingly, not a very... But us Disney 
Christmas. No. A few a few Disney bits for the kids and everything like that, but on the whole, um, not not as uh, as Disney as uh, as many others. So. Yeah, there, there were lots of Facebook posts, various friends and things saying, uh, "Oh, how Disney was your Christmas?" and and you know, that's. Uh, I know Michelle from the Mini Minxes, she, she, and, and a few others seem to put like model monorails around their tree. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's very is, dedicated. Which, which is a wonderful idea. I've just never thought of bringing one back and thought, nah, I've barely got, enough, barely got enough room for the tree as it is. It's bent over at the top, touching the roof. Mr. Dolan, did you uh, decide to stick a monorail around your tree? I, I did not, no. In fact, we, I was just telling Paul, we're in the middle of a domestic project right now. We're getting a new kitchen. But um, the place is in chaos right now. So we were in such bad shape that I didn't get the big tree down from the attic. We got a little one. It's about two feet tall. It's pretty sad. You wouldn't you wouldn't get a monorail run it. It would uh, it, it would look you know in scale with a monorail actually. About the same sort of size, just just a fucking monorail. Yeah, <laughs> scale model tree. Yeah. So no, but it was a nice Christmas. Um, little bit of Disney. We we did all as a family sit down and watch Frozen. So that included uh, two daughters and eldest daughter's boyfriend, who's a builder, and he wasn't he wasn't into the idea of watching Frozen. But having said that, I think I did see him uh, singing along a little bit. <laughs> That's and then at the end of yeah, no, sorry. No, I was just going to say at the end of it, we then showed him you know that YouTube video where the two guys are in the car singing along. To yeah. The, mm. Yeah, we showed him that, and he did, he did like that. That was good for a lot. But no, it was still, good, good Christmas. I still think the uh, the short with Frozen is, is very, very good. The, uh, yeah, get a horse. Mickey, get a horse, yeah. yeah it is really good. That's good. But to be yeah, honest, like, nice. I would like to have said that, you know, Frozen was a film we put on at Christmas, but unfortunately, um, I watch it on YouTube most days when Alice decides that... Uh, you Alice is, watch is, it on YouTube. Just, just the th- no, so Alice is 20 months old. Yep. Okay. About the last three or four months, she's figured out how to get YouTube working on an iPad and how to find the videos that she wants to watch. So it's let it go. Oh. And in summer. And then um, for Christmas, um, so I'm also eating the last of the chocolates as well. Diet starts tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and for Christmas, somebody bought her um, the Sing Along Frozen DVD. Yeah, which is good because it meant that she could stop trying to uh, pull down my expensive um, steelbook version of it, and she can watch her own DVD. And it's been on nearly every day, even to the point tonight where we were watching the Lego Movie. Yeah, and she didn't decide she didn't like that, and was trying to eject it from the PlayStation to put Frozen in again. Oh, so it's it's, it's it's a bit of an obsession in this house, unfortunately. It's it's a slight obsession, but not luckily mine are starting to wane away from it. They haven't asked for it to be stuck on Apple TV and iTunes. They haven't asked for it to be played for mm. uh, I'd probably say about a month. Wow. Which yeah, although they are into you know stealing the iPad and sitting there. Um, I don't know what they're watching at the moment. It's not Disney related, but it's like. Littlest pet shops, moshy monsters, which they, sh- they they watch YouTube videos of them, and I'm going to go off the Disney trap here and get a bit weird, because I don't know if you've ever had cause to look at any of them or accidentally stumble across them. If it's kids filming a short story of them moving stuff around and opening these little moshy whatever it is, is fun, fine, kids, fill your boots, great. It's when there are grown adults. 
Now, right. if you want to do it, fine. You know, the, the, the guys who are bronies, if they want to do it, great. No problem. But these YouTube are watched by kids, and it just seems really seedy to me. Just my yeah. personal opinion. I've uh, yeah, and of course, uh, you know, the opinion of of this after yeah. not reflected purely in Paul Boniface, but yeah. on this instance, probably is. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really understand the whole brony thing. Um, I don't, there's this documentary on Netflix about. It. I do yeah. want to watch actually because I'm interested to find out yeah. more. But uh, I, yeah, I, I I get what you mean. It if, seems if, a little if bit. In, if you're into collecting stuff and you, you're a completionist or a complete, you know, compulsive collector, and you want to complete your selection of Moshi monsters, great. If you want to be a bloke who's into Disney and have a house with a complete collection of Frozen dolls, great. Fill your boots. Don't then film it, stick it on YouTube of you telling a story and involve Peppa Pig and anything else. It's, I, it, yeah, it just strikes me as um, kind of a weird. A little odd. Yeah, a, a little, a little odd. But that's uh, by and by, just me. Actually, I did, <laughs> I did, I did because of my proxy. I did, I did get a uh, a kind of Disney present from. Um, from my son actually yeah. um, and it went hand in hand with something my daughter bought me for my first father's day and I don't know if you've seen this but <clears throat> it's a uh, book small book about uh, a five-ish size called uh, Darth Vader and Son Excellent. oh yeah I've seen that yeah and uh, so so I just bought me for father's day um, Vader's little princess um, <laughs> and uh, Lincoln completed the collection by buying me uh, Darth Vader and Son so oh, it's oh. so it is now by proxy yeah. Disney. Yeah, that's, that, isn't that, it? That, that, that's, <laughs> that's true. I, I did get a set of grumpy pajamas, so that's, that's about <laughs> it. Uh, but other than that, oh, gen- oh, I don't know. In in the time that we have been away, um, I tell you what, should we actually just do this bit now? A view of the news with this after dark. We, we've been going for a quarter of an hour. We might as well. I thought we just had been talking about the news. It just no, hadn't been no, our own no, personal just, news. Yeah, our own yeah. personal news, but this is this is more. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, well, I, I, my, for me personally, the biggest news that, yeah, will be completely out by the time we um, actually go to press, so to speak, is the removal of the sorcerer's hat. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, it's been. It's I, been I was going to ask. So, it? what's your personal opinion on that? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you see, you you know what? I think this is where people fall into two camps. Yeah, and uh, and a, a big door's just opened by the sound of it. This is just over like the, the door to the castle, saying, Paul. No, 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 no. Love, love is an open door. Oh, okay, um, so you know, and I'm sure I, I understand what camp you you guys were falling into. But the first time I ever went to Disney World was in 2007, so I've ever only known it to have the sorcerer's hat. My yeah. wife, on the other hand, first went in 1996, I think, 97. Yeah. So the hat wasn't there then. But mm. I think because she relates it to when we've gone there, she's a bit gutted that the hat's going. And she's also sad that the kids won't have seen the hat by the time they first get out there as well. But I do understand the removal of the hat does add more to the, the, the ambience, if you will, of uh, of what the studios is about. Yeah. So I'm guessing you guys preferred the old look, which will now be the new look. Well, yeah. I, I barely I remember, remember it. it. 
Yeah, it 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 was it was there once on the first time I went. No, it wasn't. It wasn't there the first time we went. But then every time we've been since, it's been there. So yeah, do I remember it from the first, or do I just remember an empty plaza with nothing there? Thinking this needs something here. I I I, I can't. I know it wasn't there, and if I duck back through the old VHS videos I took while we were out there, I'm sure I'd see it. But I don't remember it not being there. Mm. So, is it going to look empty? I don't know. No, I think no. You've got the Chinese theatre at the end of the street. I think yeah. it looks. I, I just remember when it went in, thinking, "Oh, that looks like crap." Yeah. So I'm assuming that when it comes out, I'm going to think that looks better. But maybe I won't. It, it, maybe it, I'll, uh, maybe yeah. yeah, all credit to it. It lasted longer than the wand over the Epcot ball. Yeah, yeah that, is, that is true. So, has there been any announcement of what's happening? Is it just a case of it is going and it will be stored in some warehouse? Or are they going to do what they did with the, uh, the uh, electrical parade um, fantalusion where they just leave it out somewhere to rot? Or are they... Cause, and this is what we were talking about earlier, we were talking about the hat removal today, are they going to just move it somewhere else? Because what they what they obviously tried to do with the Sorcerer's hat was give MGM a, a massive emblem, yeah, a massive sign, you know, the Tree of Life for the Animal Kingdom, uh, Epcot has Spaceship Earth, Magic Kingdom has the castle. Yeah. So the Sultan's hat was their kind of attempt of having something big and bold. Although all the posters and everything pre, post and during are all the Earful Tower, the Water Tower. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's that's true. So, uh, there, there were a few bits yeah. of merchandise where you would yeah. get the Sultan's hat, but I yeah, I agree that um, the Earful Tower was still uh, one of those things. See, yeah. to me, I think if they... If they were moving the hat to outside the entrance, yeah. So you walked under it to get in, yeah. Or even, or even just past it, yeah. Even like it was just off center, so you have to walk past the hat. I think it would still be a nice centerpiece for it. It's it's the sort um, of thing that you would just move and walk under to get into um, Phantasmic. I would say, yeah, Phantasmic would be a great yeah, place. Rather for than it as well. entr- rather than the entry to the park, which I think is still the nineteen twenties. Hollywood glamour area. If you just stuck a hat on the top of that, it, it, it'd, yeah, that'd raise some someone's higher. You know what? You know what? I think it's a, it's a magical hat. Yeah. Surely you going under a hat and then appearing in the 1920s. Surely that, that's part of the magic, no? No, that, that could pass. Yeah, that, that would be some lore and story for the park, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's, it's. There's always the. The, the photo pass photographers in front of them and the amount of photographs of people pointing at the top of the hat or pretending it's smaller than it is or pretending to wear it by taking yep. cunning secret photographs from it's not going to be there anymore that's where that's where I, you know that's one of the things I think is a shame yeah and that's why I would still like it to be involved in a park in some capacity Somehow. yeah because because as you say it, it is that we've got a picture um, where we were told to stand a certain angle to it it may look like we were standing underneath it and stuff um and lots of people will have that i understand both arguments for it for like for and the against yeah because it what it does do and i didn't even really think about this but with it being where it is it totally ruins the sight of the chinese theater yeah so i get that I, i get why people are against it but at the same time it's been such an integral part of people's trips over the years you know, it'd be the same as if there were 
not not quite the same. But if they decided to take away Cinderella's castle and replace it with something else, I, I, yeah, I can see the argument. You know, I mean, obviously the castle is more integral to the Magic Kingdom than a Sultan's Hat is to the studios. But you know, you're still talking about something that has had a big impact on, on people's trips and memories. Yeah, that, I mean, I suppose that's why people are so angry when they turn it into the birthday cake. Because Mike, because that was, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Because uh, when Lindsay went, it was during that celebration, so the cake was done up as the birthday cake. So she liked she liked that because she never knew it as any anything else. But of course, a lot of people hated it because it was the complete opposite of what the cake should have been, uh, the castle should have yeah. been, which is uh, a very sickly looking cake. So it's interesting how these things you know, give people different emotions to it. But yeah, I, I think it's a shame. I would be happier if they decided to do something with the hat. Yeah. Um I, I don't but, want an ecological waste of um of building materials just to tear no. it down and let it rot somewhere. Yeah. But the, the 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 permit was for demolition of it, which to me does not say dismantling and moving. Yeah, um, but at the same time they're not it's not like they're gonna implode it though, is it? Oh th- that would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> get some experts into dynamite around the bottom of it and watch it implode, <laughs> or send it up, send it up in the sea. Get NASA involved. See how high yeah. you get it. That's 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 one hell of a fireworks show. Oh, oh yeah. But uh, I mean, they block it out the view of it every now and then by putting stages in front of it anyway. Mm. So yeah. are they still going to leave that plaza for various? Frozen 2 stage show when that comes out I don't imagine yeah I would think so yeah, yeah. you can still do that in front of the, the Chinese theatre yeah. Mm. yeah who knows gives you more room actually I would say who knows I'm sure someone at Disney knows yeah. um, if we have any Imagineers listening let us know yeah come on come on we, we won't tell anyone come on no, 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 come, come on, come on. No, no one listens anyway <laughs> Well, uh, Philip Gas, but you know he's not in charge now, so no, no. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. I mean, that's well. What else? What else has been around this week? Some new photographs of uh, of Avatar Land. Yeah, but uh, really, I, I yeah, missed yeah. that. Yeah. Anything uh, of note, or just? Well, all I dirt. saw, all, all I saw of it was some aerial photographs, which could be of anything and don't give anything away. Um, well, it's so, a big area. Yeah, it's quite, quite, quite a big area. But uh, yeah, vague, vague news. Look, there's some mm-hmm. earth moving going on, <laughs> and they're building stuff. <laughs> so but, yeah, I, I, I haven't got anything to add. Um, Bob, I just tested the uh, the prototype of the ride. Apparently, okay. Yeah, I do. You know, that's something that interests me. Actually, I remember seeing a documentary, and it was. Uh, must have been turn of the millennium or something yeah. the documentary so it was quite old I, I watched it about four or five years ago it was on some random channel and uh, it was talking about really famous theme park rides yeah. and what they showed you was um them testing spider-man okay. back in 1996 or 1997 and basically it was it was done as you'd experience it so they had the ride vehicle but but naked, so there was no 
design on it, anything like that. It was just like oh, a black oh the ride vehicle. On wheels. Okay, the ride yeah, the ride vehicle, the ride vehicle. Ride vehicle, quite naked. And and um, they had some kind of screens set up, but they were very shabby. You know, not like the professional IMAX domes uh, and screens they have in the actual ride. Just uh, some screens set up so they could project on it, um, and the movement. So you could see how the, or you could feel how the movement was going to be as you kind of went along the ride. It was very yeah. interesting because, like, that's all there was to it. It was essentially as if you'd you you hide out a warehouse and just stuck a car in it, yeah. and, and 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 you know just had it testing like that. So I'm guessing that that's probably you know a, a similar kind of setup to what he'd have. Uh, He'd have tried out. Well, apparently, um, the comment he made after talking to uh, someone from Variety magazine or something was, it felt so real and so lifelike, there's never been anything like it. Again, vague. Um, but it's a... Because uh, they, they were originally... All the concept art was originally the boat rides, wasn't it? Mm, um, but that's right, yeah. But apparently he was referring to a flying banshee. Which is the other ride they're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Didn't they say something similar about Ratatouille? Very possibly. There's never been anything like it, except Mystic Manor. Well, Ratatouille was essentially Spider-Man without the, yeah. the, uh, the really uh, juddery movement. Yeah. Um, and, and Mystic yeah. Manor, the, the trackless system. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, there's never, it felt so real, so lifelike. Here's the quote. There's never been anything like it. Iger was referring to taking a test ride on board one of the flying banshees that will take guests on a trip through Pandora in a next generation soaring type ride. So there's never been anything like it. Except soaring. Except soaring. <laughs> the, the, problem, the, problem with, the problem with Bobby, yeah. that's, that's how I call it, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, is um, you know, the position he's in, He's going to say stuff like that. Yeah. You know, let's, let's not be around the bush. He's not going to turn around and go, yeah, wasn't it? And to be honest, it was just like yeah. Soaring. We've been planning it for two years. It was just like Soaring. And, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, I went on a year. Uh, it's realistic. There was, there's absolutely nothing like it testing the new boat ride, except possibly It's a Small World. In, yeah, fact, in fact, I went on It's a Small World, and all they did was show some shine some lights and pretend to be some big glow-in-the-dark plants. I think they're, they're playing a very, very dangerous game. We've talked about this ever since the start of this show. Yeah. Anyway, that we think it's, it maybe not been the smartest idea, yeah. but at least at that point in time, when we were talking about the here and now, i.e., yeah. where we are in time now, yeah. Avatar Two would have been out, and Avatar Three would have been coming out. Yeah. Now, yeah. as far as I'm aware, they still—I think they're starting this year, but they still haven't started filming Avatar Two yet. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well. Let, let, you know. let, let's just ask the bloke in the pub that we call Google. Uh, Avatar two, twenty sixteen. Right. I just, I just, I just, you know, did, when this was first talked about and everything like that, they had a timeline for when the sequels were going to be, and because it's James Cameron, they're just effectively allowing him to do whatever they want to do, whenever <laughs> they want to do it, and there's no kind of rules or regulations. Yeah. This, this doesn't open until 2017, so if they hold the schedule, yeah. 2 comes out in 2016, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's It's still in status pre-production, so yeah, they haven't actually started, they, they haven't shot a, uh, a frame yet. But see, the, 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 problem, the problem I have with it is the fact Avatar came out in 2009. Yeah. 2009. <laughs> Since 2009 and now, yeah. what have we had about Avatar? There's been no TV shows. There's been no follow-ups. There's been no spin-offs. Yeah. 
Yeah. It has just been the lasting memory of the film, which, quite frankly, as time has gone on, has not been kind to it. And, yeah. It, no. You know, the 3D was outstanding when it first came out. And in the realms of 3D films, if you're watching it for, for like the effects and anything like that, it's still pretty much up there in terms of how the 3D was used and, you know, the effects that it, it had. But there have been other films since then that have, you know, done effects like it just as well, if not better, in some ways. Hmm. It, you know, it seemed very, f- like, forward-thinking at the time. But now, six years on, coming up to six years on, and with nothing else going for it, how many people still care about Avatar no. in the same way they did back then? They no. need to get stuff out sharpish. And the problem is, because it's not Disney that's doing it, you know, it's a 20th century Fox, mm. then, to be honest, they've got their own interests to worry about. Disney have got this theme park thing to worry about. They can't really put Fox to do something. No. Because, what the Fox care? Really? You know, the film will come out when it come out and it'll make a billion dollars. If I had, what does the Fox say? Here, right now. But I'm not even going to search for it during any any form of editing I may have to do or not do. Yeah, it's not worth it for that. No. But uh, I'm glad you were thinking along, you know, while I said it, I kind of realised the whole, the fox hole that I put myself in. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, dear. so uh, anyway, as we talked about last show, Star Wars next year. Yeah. Who cares? Or this no, year, no, even. This year now. even, yeah. And, and Bond. <laughs> yes. Star Wars and Bond and, um, yeah. and, and Big Hero 6. Well, Big Hero Six, of course, so yeah. miraculous. This has already kind of come and not not gone necessarily, but it's it's definitely come. Yeah. Um, and of course, we don't get it until the thirtieth of January over in the UK, nope. which I think is three weeks before the US home video release. <laughs> I, this is what I love about release dates nowadays. Yeah. Unless we get it at the same time as America, we can actually almost buy it to keep forever. Yeah before we've seen it at the cinema. But there were exclusive previews, early previews in the UK today, the 4th of January. I was lucky enough to go. I mean, how? You tee it up, I knock it in. Yeah, how? 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 Because because my local cinema was showing it, that's why. I was was, going to say, I I don't even get press invitations, and and my name's on the one that runs a... Podcast. Don't worry about that because the press don't like me either. Yeah, that's right. It was it was very very strange. There's been there's been no publicity. Like there've been adverts on Saturday. I'm sure you've seen. You know, releasing uh, January 30th. Yep, I saw an advert um, for it when we went to see Paddington the other week. Very good. See, there you go. Yeah. So that, as far as I was concerned, when it was coming out, then I heard that there were going to be a, an early preview on the 4th of January. So again, I thought, well. What news organisation do I have to uh, badger to get tickets for this invite? Only to find that it was being shown at certain local cinemas. And luckily yeah. for me, my local flea pit, the £4 cheap wonder horse known as Premier Cinemas, was also showing it in 2D and 3D. However, um, because of uh, the time it was going to be on today, I it was only on once in 3D, so I did not see it in 3D because I'm going to buy it in 3D anyway, so I'll watch it at home. Yep. Um, so I just saw it in, in regular 2D. It, I can say I'm sure it will be absolutely brilliant in 3D. <laughs> when you watch films, you can just sense 
sometimes yeah. how things are going to be in, in that third dimension. And uh, it definitely feels like one of those films that's, um, you know, it'll add a few bits to it, you know. But at the end of the day, a film is only as good as its story. Yep. You know, freely doesn't make a film good or bad. Um, and luckily, it was a very good film. Yeah. Now, what's I think what's even better about it is, uh, if you don't know, I'm sure you must have heard, but Big Hero 6 was a Marvel comic. Was it? So it's no, the f- I, I oh, there you go. I did not know that. Well, see, and this is this is what I think is so beautiful about the whole thing because, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. was a Marvel comic book. Me as a comic book nerd, yeah. never heard of it. I'd heard of Howard the Duck, who yeah. appears in the film, yeah. but I wasn't familiar with the comic book known as Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh-huh. Disney basically took the franchise, made a film of it of a film no one really was bothered about before it came out yep. and made it made an amazing film. This is how good Guardians of the Galaxy was, because I know you haven't seen it still. I bought it. I, I went to see and saw it. I bought it when it came out, invited the mother-in-law and the wife to watch it, who neither of them were that bothered about seeing it. We've now watched it three times since I bought it. High praise indeed. Because, and... and Although Lindsay would, of course, watch films more than once, yeah. it's normally after like a period of time, or in Frozen's case, whenever the daughter puts it on. <laughs> um, but this was like, oh, can we watch Guardians of the Galaxy again tonight? Really enjoyed it that much. So they took a, a, a franchise no one cared about and turned it into something that people did care about. Mm. And although Big Hero 6 is loosely based on a comic that no one cared about, <laughs> so it's not to do that much with the comic... They've, again, taken something that no one really cared about and turned it into something great. It is probably the closest you're going to get to like a male Frozen kind of film in the fact that there's so many likeable characters. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of humour. There's also tension. There's drama. There's action. There's no songs. So that's one place it will have an advantage (laughs) for a lot of people. Um, Because, you know... Although I think Frozen's great, I know it's not for everyone. Um, but it's it's an excellent film. And I think, you know, the other thing that's good about it is the fact that Frozen was obviously geared, although it's enjoyed en masse yeah. uh, by boys and girls, it's obviously a princess film. It's obviously aimed more at girls. Uh, it just happens to have that crossover appeal. Yeah. Um, this is obviously a boys' film. But seeing it in the first show this morning, it was full of kids. And, you know, boys and girls were really enjoying it. So, again, I can definitely sense that crossover. That You know, there were some very strong female heroes in it as well. Lots of humour, lots of fun. Um, it, it was really enjoyed. Like, people were buzzing when they left the cinema this morning. And it's always nice to, to go and watch a film yeah. when people are leaving and, and that's happening. So, um, yeah, I think they've got another hit on their hands. And... Uh, yeah, I mean the merchandise is already out and it's it's everywhere. So I think it's uh, you know they're obviously expecting big things from it. Um, but I'm glad they're taking a property that no one cared about and and made it good. So that's two two Marvel films in a row that no one cared about before they come out and now they do. Yeah. There is already uh, a uh, meet and greet with uh, Baymax, who's the uh, the white the, the big robot. 
thing. Well, yeah, yeah. I suppose he is a robot. If, if he's, he's a robot. From, from what you see of it, yeah. Yeah, well, no, he is. I mean, I mean, the difference is he's made of like a vinyl mm-hmm. rather than what you'd normally expect a robot to be. So his inside's obviously robotic, but he yeah. the outside of him is vinyl. Um, and he's great. When we left today, I actually said if I didn't have kids, I'd want a Baymax. Because he was he was he was that cool. You'd want to have him around. He was that useful and, and nice and friendly and great. You'd want one for yourself. Um, they made a very good character with him. Um, but there's there's already meet and greets at, uh, at Disney uh, World at least. And uh, my friend skewed up for an hour and twenty minutes to meet him last week. An hour and twenty. Hour and twenty. I wonder how that's still comparing to the Arna and Elsa's. From what I understand, it has calmed down considerably. Mm. I think they've doubled up now. Yeah. I think I think you can meet them in more than one location, mm. so it does make it a bit easier. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's an initial thing. It's a new film. It's a new characters. People always want to go and, and meet the new characters. Yeah. But the meet and greet does look very good. I will say that the the Baymax does look very very good. So I was a little bit jealous. Um, but yeah, really, really good film. And uh, I know... Well, Mr. Dunn, you can go and see films whenever you want. It's all right for you. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realise, though, that I'd missed an opportunity today because I, I didn't realise it wasn't out until the 30th of January. And I've just checked my World of Cine app. And, of course, after today, it's gone. So it was actually on in 2D and 3D right through the whole day. Yeah. I did have an opportunity to go and see it. And instead of which, I went to see... Uh, theory of everything which is also a very good film but not a Disney film yeah. Can I, it was recently described uh, I had a meeting at work um, and in my job we do a lot of work with Dolby yeah. um, and we sometimes get to go to the head office and see films early um, in, their, in their special screening room with Dolby Atmos sound which is incredible, 66 speakers in one room, very good <laughs> Um, and uh, we're having a meeting in January and uh, my boss said, oh, we, uh, yes, we're having a, a meeting in January and we'll be watching a film afterwards and I've, uh, I've got it signed off with Dolby. We're going to see a, a brand new film and, uh, oh, um, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, it's, about that, um, it's about that disabled fellow. Yeah. That is how he described the film. Yeah. It's about yeah. that disabled <laughs> fellow. Finding I, I Nemo? I never wanted... Yeah. I've never wanted a seat to swallow me up so much in my life. It was yeah, just the right. most cringe. Uh, but we obviously uh, figured out what it what it was actually called. Yeah, we got and like, we, the we, of everything. It's Peter Pan. It's Captain Nuki's talking about, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> now we, no, straight, yeah, we got to corporate tickets to go and see um, the Imitation Game. Because oh. I work for a company that puts an awful lot of sponsorship money into Bletchley Park. So. So ah uh, well, we guessed, we pre- guessed, we've been guessing that for a while, Paul. <laughs> we, yeah, that so, sort of game. So, so we put the premiere. The, the premiere was there, and you know we, we had to, we had to guard the stars. So yeah, you do you do realise that all the jokes we make behind the scenes about you, you've just really and up to eleven. <laughs> I haven't helped, have I? Yeah. No, not at all. This is going to continue. And, and... Oh, but I've been quite lucky, to be honest, because yeah, and, um, and I just wonder what really did happen to Craig. <laughs> yeah, it's been quite quiet recently, actually. So is the pub singer, actually. I hope he's okay. Um, 
but I have been quite lucky because I'm not sure if you even know or can remember what films came out when your kids were born. But in the year of my kid's birth, we had Frozen and we had Big Hero yeah. 6. And I think they're both going to stick yeah. around for a long time uh, as you know films that people really enjoy and love. So it'll be interesting to see what, what films were out when, uh, when your kids were born. Yeah. Would that try to make you like yeah. feel aged or anything? Um, Avatar. <laughs> Disney films, though. Oh, no. Harry on, po- Har- I've got Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. No, that's not Disney, is it? Not really, but no. you know. No. Um, and in 2009, Lesbian Vampire 2009, Killers, Harry Brown. 2009 would have given you what? Uh, Princess and the Frog? I think. Then that was 2009. 2009 is that Rapunzel one? was 2000. Uh, Tangle was 2010. I'm sure. That's 2009. I can't. Could be. Could be. No. Hang on. Coming up in the list. It depends what. Sherlock Holmes. No. Tangled. Tangle was 2010. So it must be Princess and the Frog. Let's look at the young. At the oldest now. Harry Potter. Prince of the Order of the Phoenix. Princess and the Frog, of course, would be. the last hand-drawn Disney animation. Yeah. I think. Resident Evil. Yeah, everything's has been in CGI. Yeah, that one summed up my oldest daughter, Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Evil. <laughs> 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 yeah. What about yours, Mr. Dale? What years are we looking at your, uh, your, your yeah, daughters? I'm going to give me two texts. <laughs> so, on the youngest daughter, Disney, Disney Connection would be The Lion King. 94. 94, yeah. Wow. Also that year, Forrest Gump. Uh, yeah. At the Shawshank Redemption. Top, top film. Top film, yeah. Uh, an interview with a vampire. Now let me see. See, The Lion King, that, that was probably the before Frozen, that was probably the last big Disney film. Good yeah. year, Paul. Yeah. So, 1981, Beauty and the Beast. Um, yeah. And, let's see, Movies, uh, Silence of the Lambs. I don't care. I still rate Hook. I know yeah. I shouldn't because it's crap, but no, I've, I like Hook. I've, I've had to look at me. Advice, so. I've had to look for me now. And um, <laughs> 2001. Oh, not the year I was born because I'm <laughs> older than that. Oh, yeah. I quite like. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Carry on up the Kyber. Oh, we've got to make it up on. <laughs> <laughs> Soft shot so well. Oh dear, oh dear. Right, well, I know, I'm pretty sure it was Saucer and the Stone because I was 63. So let's see. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, let me see. Oh, the greatest view. Oh, God. oh, I've got to give a, a Cle- shout Cleop- out. Gonna... Cleopatra from Russia with Love. While, we, while we're waiting to find out the Disney connection is there, um, I'm yeah. going to give a shout out and apology, public apology, to Vicky Wells long time fan of the show because I incorrectly guessed um, her son was in a Disney Channel advert yeah it's not my fault like when you see someone fleetingly in a a quick commercial and you're kind of half paying attention to it yeah you're like oh yeah I'm sure I recognise that child when I asked her I was yeah completely wrong okay fair enough so apologies for that well Vicky gets a second shout out today because I I did mention 
and she has replied to a Facebook post as well. So. Oh, very good. We'll, we'll do that a bit later. Uh, let's do this. this is really good for a podcast. I like, I'm sure people really appreciate the humming as we're looking I'm, at websites. I'm spending, I'm spending, <laughs> <laughs> spending time looking on Wikipedia <laughs> and what what films. So I don't think, I don't think I had a, a Disney release in my birth year. Uh, Tron was a year before. I, really, I don't really count that. Uh, the Black Cauldron was 1985. <laughs> uh, the Fox and the Hound was 81. Because right. a four-year gap between films. I've got Winnie the Pooh and... Actually, no. I, I have... Yeah, there is some in mine. I, I found a different page. Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day. The Love Bug. Blackbeard's Ghost. And a couple of other ones I've never heard of. The lot of ones there. Family Band and Never a Dull Moment. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, Sword Fair of enough. the Stone for me. Ah. See, I, I love the Sword in the Stone. In yeah. fact, I'm about to buy <laughs> I'm about to buy an X I think it's an Exxon T shirt. It's a picture of um Arthur yeah. from Sword of the Stone yeah. pulling out a sword from the stone. Yeah. However, his uh, his clothing has turned into um, let's say white robes. Okay. And the sword he's putting out is that of a lightsaber. All right. It was either going to be that, or I was going to go down the route of the um, the he's dressed as Ned Stark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sword in the stone, nineteen sixty-three. Yeah, I, I've, I think that was one of the first Disney films I ever saw on video. It's only one of those ones that I kept asking to be rented out again and again. Uh, actually, you know, let's explain this to our younger listeners because like, this is this is something our kids definitely won't appreciate. No, um, and that is that back in the day, you yeah. couldn't just go onto Netflix or Now TV or Amazon Prime and other services are available and select <laughs> the Disney film three to watch. times in one show. Now. <laughs> Look, it's, as I said, it's, it's been a, a while. It's a, it's a new year. Get them out of whoever, whoever banned me, I've forgotten to ban me. I'm drinking. It's all right. Um, but you used to be able Absolutely. to just... <laughs> oh, now we're going old school. Um, but, uh, cliche you know... corner. Welcome to cliche corner. <laughs> like, like the other day, um, Alice wanted to, or Alice pulled out from the uh, DVD uh, rack, Toy Story. Yeah. And, and because I had the PlayStation on, rather than get the disc and put it in, I just hit up Now TV, selected it and played it. That's how I could play a film nowadays. Yep. If I wanted to go and see a, a Disney film when I was a child, I had to beg my dad to drive me or drive to the video shop yep. and actually choose me one and I have to give somebody some money to borrow something. Yeah. So you had to give over cash to borrow something you have to take back. Yeah. And if you wanted to buy it to keep, and I don't think you could do it with Disney films. I say I remember it Disney films. There was, a, uh, there was a few that occasionally came out of the vault. Yeah. If you yeah. wanted to buy a Disney film, or you wanted to buy a, a videotape to keep, you were looking at, back then, about £70. Pounds, yeah. Which nowadays, what we're talking, £70 pounds back in the 80s, about 150 quid? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of money, and, and it was for VHS. Now, unlike DVDs and Blu-rays, VHSs had a, show, a shelf life. The more you watched them, the crapper they got. Yeah. And the quality wasn't very good to begin with. None of this high-definition stuff we get nowadays. Very grainy. 
it's just incredible. That, but that is how you got to you got to like see films. films. Yeah. yeah, and we were and we were happy with that <laughs> as well. We we just accepted it as a status quo. Yeah. Now I went into the other day. I went into um, his master's voice. Yeah. Paid twenty five pound for two 3D Blu-ray films and felt short-changed at paying £25 for two films. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you know, well, God knows how much they're in the 80s. Probably been on a laser disc or something. But, um, yeah, it's incredible. You do not know how lucky you've got it nowadays. Very privileged. <laughs> you are, of course, assuming you have anyone under about 20 listen to us. I'm not listening to that podcast with two old, with, with yeah, three when, old men yeah, talking. Yeah, but when people listen to this in ten years' time, yeah, when you know we're on holodisc or something, because it will be digital and uh, it will be around right. forever. That's right. We'll, we'll live longer in the memory. Yeah. Um, then yeah, people listen to this. Go really? <laughs> that's that's how you like I, I bought a cassette tape of Guardians of the Galaxy recently. Let's see about that. Bought a soundtrack on cassette tape. Wow. Yeah. They re- because of uh, because it's a big thing in the film. When the uh, the home video release of Guardians of the Galaxy, they uh, released the soundtrack on a cassette, and I had to phone up again his master's voice yeah. because they were the only place selling it. And I phoned up a couple and said, oh, "Excuse me, do you have uh, Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack on cassette?" <laughs> and this woman said, "Do you mean cassette as in that thing people used to listen to music on?" I went, "Yeah." She was like. We don't sell cassettes. I said, well, no, I know, I know you don't nowadays. I said, but you do. You sell this one. And uh, it was only when she looked it up on a database, like the store's database, yeah. that she saw that they actually did. She was like completely Have you shocked. anything to actually play it on? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, um, my granddad-in-law, he's yeah. got a cassette player still. Yeah. And I've got a Walkman somewhere. <laughs> Has he just got the one, or has he got a big Amstrad unit with two of them side by side that weren't used <laughs> for any legitimate purpose whatsoever? No, he's got one of these ones that you and I've never been, so I can only like guess on watching TV shows. Did get in a police interrogation room? Yeah. Or the school? <laughs> or the school when you like recording music in the school? One of these yeah. ones where you have to press play and record at the same time, and it's got like a, a, a speaker on the back of it. Yeah, one of those bad boys. Um, but it was more the fact it's just like kooky to, to to have one. Yeah. You know, like a set again. We, we've. But I'd say new music, it's not, of course, it's 70s and 80s stuff. But It's the sort of stuff that you originally got on cassette. Yeah. It's just like a proper mixtape, it's brilliant. That's awesome. But I can only guess at how good it sounds. Don't, so I don't, don't know. Yeah. The thing is, you can, you can always, like, well, I'm going to put this on a shelf and never take it out of its cellophane wrapper. <laughs> but, but, then, a, but then it's like Schrodinger's cat. Is, is there actually is a, anything on it? That's it. It could be completely blank. But this is the thing, because, like, we then, I bought it in cassette, then Lindsay watched the film and she wanted the soundtrack. So because we had only got a set, she had to then go and buy it from Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> and we've now got a digital copy as well as a CD of it because you get that, that's one good thing. Yeah, you get both. That, that's yeah. quite nice. But um, yeah, so I, I can vouch for the CD and the digital download being very good, but I've got no idea what the cassette sounds like. <laughs> they deliberately added noise in the background. Well, it was, it was mastered digitally. <laughs> oh, I can tell. Fantastic. I can tell. Fantastic. So that's that's movie reviews for this. Yeah, week. yeah. yeah. A, a, a movie movie review about. I don't know why we even bother with movie reviews because it's like 
if 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 a lot of our listeners are from that side of the pond, it's we're reviewing films that have been out for months anyway. So. Well, yeah, you say that, but you know the thing is, yeah. like this year, let, let's let's try and make a promise now. Let's yep. see if we can get the dates lined up. All right, right, because we get the Avengers. What I Age think, of Ultron? Age of Age of Ultron. <laughs> about it's either a week or two weeks earlier than right. the US. Okay. So I'm what up, we can do I'm up for a challenge to actually get we can out in time. <laughs> You'll get out before, like one day before the American release. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do a show, and what we'll do is we'll spoil the film for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll only really affect the American listeners because the UK ones would watch it by that point. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we'll just spoil it for the American listeners. Uh, <laughs> I kid, I kid, I jest. I don't, I don't like spoilers. <laughs> but, um, but, but yeah. So, uh, Big Hero Six gets uh, a big thumbs up what the first from, from this man. I haven't yeah. seen them yet. Oh, what, you mean Big Hero 1 to 5? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like the Madness King George III. I haven't seen the first two of those either. No. I just, it was only a matter of time before that particular pun came out, and I can guarantee someone else is using it somewhere. You do, we've, I'm sure we've had that discussion before about the Madness King George III, haven't we? Uh, and various other mm. ones, yeah. That is my favourite, though. Yeah. So what happens in the first two. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Was there any other Disney news or anything? No, uh, I, I, I think, um, yeah. If there was, we'd always save it for the next show. Yeah, but it'll be out of date by then. Don't tell me next year cold. You know what? Actually, um, here's my tip for anyone, especially yeah. if you've uh, you've recently had uh, a boy rather than a girl. Yeah. Um, I, I just spent uh, £22.50 in a Disney store today on Guardians of the Galaxy toys. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm apparently too old to play with them. Oh. Um, but um, I'm hoping that uh, my son, when he gets to about five or six, will love to play with them. Yeah. So uh, they've all gone down in the cell. What makes me laugh, though, is um, they've all been reduced in the sound, obviously, because the film has now been out of the cinema and is now on DVD. Yeah. They always try and get rid of stock for the new film to come yeah. out and everything like that. And the Disney store, they're really cheap. But everywhere else I've looked today, they've reduced them, but they're still about half the price more than the Disney store selling everything. Uh, so uh, that's yeah, my right advice. There. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm sure I going to say something else, but I, no. it was pretty boring, so I can't remember. No, well, I, I think, um, yeah, we're almost done here anyway, aren't we? But I don't know. I, I did I, I did mention a bit earlier that um, on, on Facebook that it is a bit of a chilly night here. Um, so shout, Actually freezing. Shout-outs and warm thoughts of Florida are welcome. And, uh, yeah, uh, we reached a few people, uh, but Vicky Wells again. But the one whose son isn't in an advert. He's not in an advert. Yeah. Not in an advert at all. Uh, well, she, she is currently definitely thinking of Florida as she prepares to go back and teach a kid, a class full of kids who are probably full of cold and germs from Christmas. You're both, you're both going this year, aren't you? No. No, you're not going? No. no, and I now can actually say I went to Florida last year. Oh. Yeah. If it's any consolation, yeah. I can now say I went to Florida five years ago. <laughs> Yeah, we might, we might, we might, I think we get to Paris this year, and uh, we, the, the savings pot is being topped back up for another trip in 2016 now. So fair enough. Yeah, we, we're um, we I I actually bought my um, I bought some Disney shares the other day after our, our conversation yeah. on, on our last show. Yeah. Which by the time it goes out will possibly be before or after this show. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, I, I have bought my extra Disney shares. So I now own, like the Dalmatians, 101. 
Yeah. You know what? I've never, I've never understood that actually. Mainly because I, I, I've never seen the film. Yeah. She doesn't give birth to 101 pups, does she? Uh, so where no, do the other Dalmatians no, come from? 99. She gives birth to 99 pups. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Counting the original two that created 99. I, yeah, the, the AVF really I, I think I think I'm going to call it time there before I go <laughs> and, and start using language that is incredibly inappropriate. Is that was you going to make some comment about the fact that um, there were 99 boys and not a single girl? No, I think I was going to make a comment about someone. No, I won't. <laughs> Good. Okay, we'll, we'll get off that subject. It, 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 may, it may have involved a. Albert Hall and a conductor's wand. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a that's a slightly different one. Um, yeah. I, I I think um I think we're after I've got my 101 shares. I'm just waiting for my shareholders card to be approved, and that should all be fine. Um, I think we're going to be going for a couple of days this year. Um, we were thinking about going for a few, but to be honest, like like I've said after my last trip, yeah. there's not been enough change. So we want to go and see the Swing in the Spring Festival. But otherwise, I don't think there's going to be much that we're going to want to do. So I think we might go for a short um, one-night, two-day excursion. Yeah. Disneyland yeah. Paris this year. Just for, just for a trip. It's a long yeah. way to go with two kids. Just for, just for one night and two days. That's, that's a fair set of bags and nappies. Yeah, but you don't need that much luggage then. Uh, fair enough. So, I mean, the thing is, you've got, you know... The nearest station is only a half-hour drive. Yeah, okay. That's too bad. Anyway, gentlemen, yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for joining me on a mental night. I really must get this show out. Good thinking. It's bad. Oh, it's terrible. We'll get back on track. And, uh, yes, thank you, dear listener, for putting up with us yet again. And, and, and thank you for Lewis Sutton for, for liking that comment at the very last possible minute. Just, just, just before the show finishes. Yeah. That's good timing. That is class, classic timing. As long as he listens all the way through at the end as well, it'll be fine. <sighs> right. I will see you all in uh, approximately two weeks' time. Indeed. Good, all right. Good evening. Thank you very much, listener, and see you guys later. <laughs> Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. This After Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Genteel. This is quite, it's quite relaxing, isn't it? It is. I like it. And there are probably still people wondering, what on earth is this music? Luckily, it's alright, because what I can do is I can shazam it. I could. Does it even work if you talk over it? Let's keep talking over it and we'll soon find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I like, you know what, I like the fact that I talked about Big Hero 6 and how great it was and didn't even talk anything about the story. I, I think you did really well there, actually. Yeah. Just, just don't worry about sorry. Like you'll enjoy it when you see it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and we're out. <laughs> <laughs>